Hi, and welcome to Words in Season, and we have some very special episodes that we're going to start. My name is Kara Marie Morris, and today I have Stephanie Iwanaga. We had it on our hearts to begin to pray for the nations of the world, to learn more about them, but also to understand and hear God's heart for each nation of the world. So we're going to take our time, and we hope that you enjoy the journey that we have that we're going to take together around the world as we pray for the nations. Today we are talking about the country of Denmark. And I have my very special friend, Stephanie Iwanaga with me today. I'm going to say hi to the people, Stephanie. Hello, everyone. So glad you're on here with us today. Absolutely. We are so excited every time we get to pray together and especially for the nations. So Denmark is known, just to give you a few things that Denmark is known for. Denmark is known worldwide um, for many things, but some of the things it's known for is high quality design and architecture. Um, one of their most famous architects designed actually the Sydney Opera House in Australia. They are famous for being the originators of the Lego. So the little bricks that every kid plays with that helps keep little minds and hands occupied, those actually originated in Denmark. And they also have the original Legoland, which that actually sounds pretty fun. And then they also um, are the originator uh, that's where Hans Christian Andersen was from, who wrote The Little Mermaid, who Disney took over, and now the entire world knows who The Little Mermaid is. And <laughs> Denmark also often ranks as one of the happiest countries in the world. We'll talk a little bit about that more later on in the episode. So, Stephanie, have you been to Denmark? I've, I've actually never been to Denmark yet. I have never been to Denmark either. Yeah, so this is another country that we have never traveled to yet but that is what makes it even more exciting to get to learn about it about its culture about the language so the geography just to give you a little brief overview of the geography officially denmark is known as the kingdom of denmark it is a nordic country in northern europe it is um, the southernmost of all the scandinavian countries it consists of a peninsula jutland or Jutland with over 400 named islands, and the largest being Zealand, Funen, and the North Jutlandic Island. That is a mouthful right there. So it's pretty crazy. It's made up of 400 islands. And when I was looking at the map, I didn't realize how close it was to Sweden. That's why there is a bridge that actually connects with Sweden. It says the islands are characterized by flat, arable land with sandy coasts and low elevation. Denmark lies southwest of Sweden and south of Norway, and it is bordered by the south by Germany. So the kingdom of Denmark is, um, it actually consists of two autonomous territories. There's the country of Denmark, and then there's also the Faroe Islands and Greenland. I didn't realize that those are part of the kingdom of Denmark. So Denmark is a Scandinavian country that com combines these three different autonomous territories 
and its numerous islands, and it is linked to Sweden via the Oresund Bridge. So, if anyone speaks Swedish, I apologize if that is not the correct pronunciation. Oresund Bridge. Of course, we all know that Copenhagen is its capital, and it is the home to royal palaces and to many colorful harbors. It has the Tivoli Amusement Park, which is one of the original amusement parks. That's probably where Disney got its inspiration, and of course, they got their inspiration from Hans Christian Andersen's *The Little Mermaid*. Denmark has a long coastline with many lagoons, gulfs, and inlets, and no part of Denmark is more than 32 miles from the sea. So that just kind of gives you an idea of the geography. Obviously, we talked about the ocean a lot here. Many, many islands. Surrounded by lots of water, so obviously the ocean is super important in the country of Denmark. So then we check out the language. So、um, in Denmark, Danish and English are widely spoken, but the official language is Danish. There is also spoken the Faroese language from the Faroe Islands. And Greenlandic, which I never thought about there being a specific language for Greenland, but there is Greenlandic, and also German is spoken. So、uh, we thought it'd be fun on the podcast to kind of dive into the language. So you know, like we've said from the beginning, have mercy on us if we don't say these pronunciations correct. We we're just wanting to learn. So. Stephanie, can you tell us、um, how we can speak some Danish? Yeah, so this is one of my most favorite parts: is learning just the language of each of these different nations. And so it's fun because "hello" is seems very simple, and so in Danish it would be "hi,"、um, "hi,", hi. Okay. and then. I think I can remember that. <laughs> yes, and then thank you is very simple as well, and it is talk. So if you were trying to thank, say thank you, it would be talk. Talk. So、yeah. hello is hi, and thank you is talk. So see how simple those two things are that you can remember, and if you ever come across someone that is from Denmark. Just think how cool it would be to be able to say something in their their own language. So that is super cool stuff. Thank you. Yes.、Um, th- then we're going to move into what we are going to talk about today, as we are praying for Christians and praying for all of the Danish people, all Danes, to know know the Lord. So in our research, we were looking up、um, what's going on in the church. In Denmark, and we found that there is actually a state church. It's an evangelical church in Denmark, or the National Church, sometimes called the Church of Denmark. And it was established. It's an established state-supported church in Denmark. The reigning monarch is the supreme secular authority in the church. And it says, as of January the first, twenty twenty, seventy-four percent of the population of Denmark. They are considered members, although membership in the Church of Denmark is voluntary. So there's an average of, like it said, 74% of people are in this church. However, not many people actually go to church. So even though 
Um, a huge percentage of the population identifies themselves as being a part of the state church. Only 2% of this group actually goes to church on a regular, regular basis. So we want to see that number go up and we want to see um, the church become a part of people's daily lives, not just like a cultural thing or just a tradition, but something that is living and active in a community that they can learn about the word that they can have together. So that's kind of the vision that I would have for the state church is that it would be revitalized. And that's something we're going to pray about. And then it says, even with this, it says that only, it says even with the 74% of the population that are members of the state, state church, about half of those who are members report to being agnostic or atheist. I mean, how sad is that, Steph? Like, to be going, yeah, to be a, a part of a church, and you don't even believe in God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we definitely want to pray for those um, that their eyes would be enlightened so that they would see that there is a God and that he loves them. And we also want to talk about how the second most um, influential religion in Denmark is uh, the Muslim religion, taking up about 4%, and is the second largest religion in Denmark. Also, um, something that is interesting, that is a characteristic of the church in Denmark, is that Christian immigrants have established recently, over the last 5-10 years, Christian immigrants have established over 150 churches, drawing as many as one-third of these churchgoers. So there is an evidence of an increase of spiritual openness among Danes and a response to these churches that have been planted. So that is encouraging that people are searching for answers. Yeah. And God is placing people in Denmark specifically to minister to these people. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Yes. And I'd like to talk a little bit, just a brief of the history. So I found it really cool that, you know, I think a lot of us think about Vikings when we think about Denmark. And so since the last or since the end of the last ice age, which was approximately 10,000 BC, a really long time ago, um, people have days ago. People have migrated from the eastern southern parts of Europe to the northern area, which we now know as Denmark. And Denmark is made up of flat terrain, um, rich soil. It's close to the water. It can have harsh climate at times. And one of the most um, notorious periods in the Danish history is what we all know as the age of the Vikings. And so it began around 793 AD with the raids of the English tidal island of Lindisfarne. The Vikings, they were eventually establishing settlements in Yorkshire and in Northern England and in Normandy in the Northwestern part of France. And so the Viking age lasted about 250 years. It's a long time. And during this time, longer than I thought, I I thought Vikings were like, you know, 10 or 20 years. I did not realize it was that long. 
Yeah, yeah. And so during this time, they traveled widely outside of their realm. So they would sail to areas of what we know today as Russia and Turkey. And they also went as far as Greenland and North America. And so during this time, they would continue to plunder and steal, but also along with more peaceful activities such as trading precious metals, textiles, glassware, jewelry, and fur. And so as far as the government, um, Denmark is a unitary parliamentary. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't even know. I think I think the biggest thing to stress or, is that it's a it's a constitutional monarchy. So there is a parliament, but also there's a, so there's a prime minister and um and a queen. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the Vikings were the history of Denmark, and it is one of the oldest kingdoms in Europe with one of the oldest continuously used flags, which I we both thought that was really interesting. And mm-hmm. the government today, it is actually a constitutional monarchy. So they have a queen and they also have a prime minister. So they have a parliament, but they also have um, kings and queens set up, which is that's interesting for such a modern looking state, what it looks like today. Yeah. Yeah. Very. And so some fun facts are what we just talked about, that the ancestors are Vikings and Um, Denmark is of the world's highest per capita incomes Um, and also one of the world's highest personal income tax rates. Yeah, it's very, very interesting and so much different than like what Kara and I are used to in our own country and just the way that our country is run and you know, things that we grew up with. So it's always so fun for us to learn about different countries and the nations that we're praying for. Um, I thought a fun fact when I was looking up the geography and the terrain is that there are no hills in Denmark. So it is very flat. And when Kara was talking earlier about the makeup of Denmark and all of the islands, I never realized that Denmark has over 400 islands. No. Only like less than 80 of them are actually inhabited. So that's really, really interesting to me. And I love the ocean and Denmark, you can find the ocean very close by. So you're never more than 52 kilometers from the ocean when you're in Denmark. So I love that. Yep. That is, it shows kind of with their their Viking history why boats and exploration was so important to them. Yeah, they're so close to the sea and they had such a small country, so they were like, "Let's go see what else is out there." Yep. 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 So we are going to get into some prayer points about Denmark now that we've talked about the history, uh, what Christianity looks like in Denmark, and. Um, the governmental system these are just brief overviews like we've we've mentioned before so as we come together and pray for this country and take some time to pray specifically we have some prayer points um as we were researching and going through the history of this country 
and just the Christianity and what that looks like today, um, as we talked about the state church. And there are other churches um, that are popping up and that there are missionaries and there are pastors that are leading churches aside from the state church. And so we are just wanting to pray for these churches and for church planting efforts. Especially for those churches that are without a pastor right now and those that are in stagnation or even declining in attendance, we want to pray that they would have leaders that are ready to reach the youth, capable godly leaders that will revitalize these congregations. Yes. Like and we we want to pray for the Holy Spirit to bring revival to the state church. Um, Amen. There are so many people that do still go to the state church, and we just pray for the leaders of that church and um, the believers in that, you know, just for a revival throughout the whole country of, um, you know, we as the people, we are the body and we are the church. Um, and so Amen. we'd like to pray for the youth, for this younger generation, that they would rise up, that they wouldn't just view church as just a, you know, tradition or something that, you know, their, you know, their whole family has done. So they just do, you know, just out of tradition, but that they would have a hunger and a thirst for, um, knowing God and, um, having that personal relationship with Jesus. And just, you know, we also want to pray for the financial support for the full-time pastors and teachers who, are you know out there uh teaching yeah. the bible they're out there out there teaching the bible because you know there's a lot of churches they can teach a lot of things but we believe we are believing for a revival of the bible in mm -hmm. denmark people that are hungering and thirsting after this you know because really if you think about it stuff you know those that are in the state church those that are born again in the free churches these are our brothers and sisters mm -hmm. and even yeah. more so than our, even more so than our natural brothers and sisters that we have on earth, that we are now, when we got born again, we became citizens of a heavenly kingdom. And these men and women that are working in the church that are born again, these are our brothers and sisters in Denmark. Amen. So we're believing God that they're going to have everything that they need to continue to do what God has called them to do there, to raise up works, to raise up Bible schools, um, to minister to the youth, and to be able to take these churches that look like they're declining and these numbers that look like they're declining and say, no, we're not having that. We are going to believe God's word that says that he's doing something new today in Denmark. So... Yeah. Stephanie, you want to share some scriptures? We're going to follow you really quick and um, turn to some scriptures so yeah. we can have a basis to pray. Because if we're not praying God's word and we're just praying our own opinion, then we're just wasting your time. We are coming in agreement on God's word because he's faithful to his word. Amen. Yes. And like Kara mentioned earlier, we are excited to be able to go to these nations in prayer, even though we've not been there physically, and we hope to one day. We would love to go to all yeah. nations, um, and God willing, we will step foot into all the ones you know that He leads us to. Um, but for now, 
you know, we don't claim to know really anything about Denmark, but we're learning as we go and as we pray. And so this verse stuck out to us of um, Romans 8, 26, and it says, and the Holy Spirit helps and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words and the father who knows all hearts knows what the spirit is saying for the spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with god's own will amen so yes um yeah as we pray tonight you know we're gonna hit these um prayer points that we talked about and you know ultimately god knows our hearts as each of us you know pray and um He knows the hearts of his people in Denmark. And so he, he will honor our prayers. And so another verse is Matthew 18, verse 18 and 19. And it says, I tell you the truth, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. I also tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask my father in heaven will do it for you for where two or three gather together as my followers i am there among them so praise god that he is in our midst as we take the time to pray that's right so no matter where you're at maybe you're listening at work maybe you're listening in your car in between a break at um, at your job or something we can know that because we are praying according to God's will and we are praying out God's heart, like Steph read in Romans 8, 26, when we don't know what to pray, the Holy Spirit leads us in our prayers and that Jesus is in our midst. Doesn't that blow your mind, Steph? We're not even in the same place physically. Our listeners who are listening to this, we're not even in the same place physically. And Denmark, we're not in Denmark right now. But because of the power of the Holy Spirit, God said that he is a spirit and those that worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Mm -hmm. And because we're taking these words that our spirit and our life, that we can see things change. So we are moved and we pray that you are also moved with the same heart of compassion. You know, naturally, me and Steph, we were talking before this, we got a lot of other stuff going on in the world. You know, we got stuff going on in our families and our friends with our jobs and businesses and dreams and visions and things that we have. But really the thing that brought Stephanie and I together is God's heart for the nations. Mm -hmm. And we are able to stir this up and we believe that what is God has placed in in our hearts, a compassion for people and a vision to see the nations reach for Jesus Christ and to see revival and to see them anchored in the word of God and empowered with the word of God. We believe that as we are praying that this same heart is going to be imparted to you. And especially right now when not a lot of people are able to travel, we are able to go to these nations in prayer and we are still able to see things change. So this is Jesus talking and he's talking to his disciples. And we believe that because the the way we got this heart, Steph, how did we get this heart? It's because God gave it to us. Mm -hmm. We didn't come up with this heart by ourselves. It's because we spent time in God's word. It's because we spent time doing his work. 
spending time meditating on these scriptures, spending time in prayer and developing a relationship with him, then we have developed the same heart as, as our heavenly father. So uh, we believe that this compassion for the nations is contagious. And this is Jesus talking and um, this is where we got it from and says, this is what Jesus was doing in Matthew 9, 35 through 38. It says, Jesus went about the cities and the villages and he taught in their synagogues and proclaimed the good news of the gospel. And he taught the good news of the kingdom and cured all diseases and every kind of weakness and infirmity. And when he saw the throngs, he was moved with pity and sympathy for them because they were bewildered and harassed and distressed and helpless. They were like sheep without a shepherd. And then he said to his disciples, the harvest is indeed plentiful, but the laborers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to force out and to thrust laborers into the harvest. So right now we can see as um, we are going to pray for Denmark, we can see the people in Denmark that are crying out for him. The people that are crying out for help, whether there are Christians that need answer, that need community, that need comfort, or maybe it's someone who's lost, who's never heard the name of Jesus, and they're crying out to God as a last resort. So God, we come to you right now, and you said that the harvest is indeed plentiful and the laborers are few, but you said that there's a cure to that. There's an answer for that. And that is for us as Christians, as the two or three that are gathered in your name tonight, that we are able to pray that you would force out and thrust laborers into the harvest. So God, we thank you for harvest workers being sent into Denmark. God, I thank you that you are opening doors into this nation. I thank you that Denmark is open to the gospel. I thank you that people, are, our hearts are open and receptive to hear from you. I thank you, God, that there is no nation, no culture, no people that has gone too far from God. We thank you, Lord, that you are reaching those that say there is no God. God, you love those that are saying that they don't believe in you, that you don't exist. You love them and you died for them. And I thank you for bringing people yeah. along their pathway that are specifically designed to speak to their hearts, to minister to their need, God. I thank you, Father, for raising up ministries and pastors that are reaching those who are unreached. We thank you, God, for those that are in the in the Muslim community, those that are in false religions, those that have never heard the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that they would hear your name. Thank you, Lord. We thank you that they yeah. are open to hear from you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. God, and I just, I lift up just the godly leaders, the pastors, the missionaries, the church planters right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray for strength, God. I pray against any discouragement um, in the name of Jesus. God, I just, I pray for just a fresh anointing over them. I pray for new ministries, um, new churches, and just an um, overflow yes. of workers to Amen. this nation, God. And, and I don't necessarily mean, you know, people moving into the nation, but just that you're moving in the hearts yes. of the people that are already yes. in Denmark and that you are rising Amen. up Amen. leaders. You're rising up the youth. You're rising up the younger generation, um, to just 
fill this gap and I pray for just your Holy Spirit to bring revival throughout the entire church body, the state church, the free churches, the church plant. God, just um, that your spirit would just move and would just refresh this country and this nation. Um, I thank you for the people that have been teaching the truth of the Bible. And I pray that you would continue to speak wisdom and truth to their hearts so that they can in turn um, reach more and more people. And God, I pray for people's hearts that have been hardened, um, whether it's, you know, personal um, things happening or whether it's part of the culture or the traditions or whatever it is, God, but that these hardened hearts will be softened. And God, that there is no heart that is too hard for you to break through and to reach. And so I pray for specifically um, the atheists and the agnostics, God, that that you would speak to them, God, that um, you would just pierce their heart and that they would see and hear you in a way that they've never seen or heard you before. God, I thank you for this country. I thank you that you have not given up on any country. You've not given up on any person or people group. God, that you are with us and you know each of us by name. And so, Lord, I just, I lift up this beautiful country to you. And um, I just, I continue to pray just revival and revelation over this, over this country and over these people. Thank you, God. We thank you, Father, for the Bible being taught in its entirety and its wholeness. Father, in the free churches, in the state church. We thank you for Bible teachers being brought into this nation. I thank you for as that as you are speaking your words through these pastors and teachers in the Bible schools. I thank you, Jesus, that your truths from your word are setting this nation free. I thank you for freedom. God, we thank you for freedom in Denmark. There is spiritual freedom in Denmark. I thank you, Jesus, that there is freedom. I thank you, Jesus, that they desire you. They desire the move of your spirit. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for people being filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I thank you, Father, for you moving in the gifts of the spirit, that you move through pastors, you move through teachers in the gifts of the spirit. I thank you that they would desire to see the power of God in manifestation like never before. I thank you, Jesus, that those that are so caught up in their mind, that they would experience the power of God. I thank you, God, that they would experience your power, your presence, your peace. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. We thank you for your peace being in Denmark. Father, we even lift up right now, we lift up the leaders to you. We lift up the queen. We lift up the prime minister and the parliament. We thank you for those government officials that are making decisions, that you would give them wisdom and revelation. Thank you, God, that they would know you. Thank you, God, that they would hear you. We thank you that this nation would be known as a nation that's of the Lord, a nation that is full of your spirit, full of your power. Thank you, Jesus, a free nation, a free nation, a spiritually free nation, God. We thank you for that. Anything that would try to hinder this nation from knowing you, that is broken in Jesus' name. We command old stuff, old traditions, any kind of thing that would keep them from knowing you 
No, we're, that has to go yes. in Jesus' name. And we thank you for the empowerment of your spirit, setting this nation free yes. in Jesus' name. Yes. Father, we're so thankful for it in Jesus' Amen. name. We thank you for the honor and privilege it is to come to your throne, God. You said where there's two or three gathered in your name, that you're in our midst. Thank you for being in our midst tonight. Thank you for praying through Steph, through me, through our listeners. And we thank you that you have planted a seed in our heart for Denmark. And we thank you for the fruit that we will see in this nation. In Jesus' name, amen.